The current spoiler level warning is, deal. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of teal. We start out with a machine from Zeta Gundam, and then we go into variants from various spinoffs and little things. Uh, we go into its sequel machine from Double Zeta, um, a bunch more MSV stuff. Uh, there's 0096 Last Sun, a manga that doesn't matter. And then at the very end, we will give you a spoiler warning because we are going to talk about another variant from Gundam Build Fighters, Jim's Counterattack, um, which is an animated movie that the Great Gundam Project will be watching. So that's the point where you want to avoid spoilers if you are sensitive to that. Otherwise, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to Mechanista NG. We just got done with a fun talk about Battletech and Battle Mechs, and l lest you think we are just haters. We are partially haters, but you know, hate's in it, my blood. Very, very dependent. Sometimes I like the ones that are dumb. Look at the os. Everyone who is at home right now, there is a thing called the Ossol. O S T S O L. And it is a. If you look at the original art of it, it is so fucking funny that you can't even tell what the depth is here. Its hand is, like, pointed and forward in a weird way and is, like, too short. Some of the old art is real bad, but it's so goofy that it's kind of charming. Um, mm -hmm. Like this little guy. Um, it's like an egg with legs. Um, anyway. I mean, it looks kind of like a ball. It does kind of look like a ball. Only what if a ball had weird machine guns on the chest in weird and positions. legs that don't look like it would actually support it because they're way too far forward yeah i yeah. that that original like those old technical readout arts anyway we're not here to talk about BattleTech unless someone requests it at some point and we end up rolling it oh i mean uh, listen someone has requested it we'll just see what we get because we're rolling listener requests oh well i never mind then fuck uh, it is first half. There are there is See, no the battle is, tech on the first uh, half. Okay, I was gonna say if we rolled it, no one's gonna believe that we rolled it naturally now. Eh, I don't care what they believe. Fair enough. All right, this one's easy. Are you ready for a model number? Uh, yeah. MRX zero zero nine. That would be MRX. That's Murasame Research Institute. So it's a Psycho Gundam of some sort. Uh, is that just the original Psycho Gundam? That is the original Psycho Gundam. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just knew, I, I know MRX's experimental mobile suits from the Murasame Research Labs, because I don't know why that's something in my brain, but it is. Um, yeah, the original Psycho Gundam. Uh, oh, this, <laughs> making up for us having that short episode last time. Yep, um, accurate. That's fine. All right, the MRX. This is a request from uh, Sound Jake from the Admiral Mapping Discord. Yep, the MRX Double O Nine Psycho Gundam is a transformable mobile armor. I, I, I do find it interesting they use mobile armor here and call it a transformable mobile armor. 
Just because it is a giant... See, I've always seen it as a giant mobile suit with a mobile armor mode, but... Well, this has always been the thing, and I feel like it like it really is just because the first time we see it, we see it as a mobile armor, and thus it was established as such. Yeah. Or the um, other argument you could make is that when it is at rest, it is in mobile armor mode. When it is in storage, it is in mobile armor mode, you know? Which makes it seem like perhaps mobile armor is the default mode, and then it switches to mobile suit mode for combat scenarios. Yep. Um, so, this is a giant mobile armor that is uh, used in Zeta Gundam. Uh, when I say giant, it's about 40 meters tall. Quite big. Um, is used by former Asame. Um, it is a really weird mobile suit. Uh, mobile armor, whatever. Uh, it is... Controlled by, via a, a psychomu system. Uh, it is used, you know, the pilot needs to be a... It says cyber new type, but uh, I imagine maybe a normal new type also? Well, no, because here's the thing. I wonder if a normal new type would also have problems with this. Because the whole thing with, you know, cyber new types, especially if we're not going off the dumb cyber new type name and we're going off the whole idea that they are, like, you know people who have like cybernetics and stuff that try to emulate new types maybe you need like the physical augmentation to actually handle this thing i mean pla resonates with one. Oh right yeah no pla does and pla is a regular new type mm -hmm. um then all the clones are we in a weird place but you know mm -hmm. um yeah that's true um but yeah, uh, it, the, 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 it's controlled by a Psychomu system. It actually has a remote system as well, which is kind of interesting because you'll only really get remote systems like that from mobile suits in like basically two instances I can think of. Ironically enough, the other one involving Pla because you have Pla 2 with the uh, little headband that let her control the uh, Cubelay Mark II. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just interesting that this also has that. Uh, this is just, like, a big Gundam that, uh, is ready to kill. Um. <laughs> well, at least it's ready. It's just covered in beams. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. So, for the design of this mobile suit, mobile armor, mobile sarmor, uh, the head is a Gundam head, uh, but it, it, it's, it's a weird Gundam head in that, okay, so, it's got the Mohawk hammer, it has the V-fin, the head jewel does have, like, two little dot details in them. Uh, the eyes are pink, and uh, it still has the red and yellow where you expect them to be, though the head is black. Uh, and then the mouth is where things also get weird. The mouth is... One, it's where the cockpit is, which is bizarre. Mm -hmm. uh, two... It, it kind of almost, like, pushes in a little bit. It's got, like, this weird... It's almost like someone punched it in the face really hard, and it crumpled in a little. And because of that, it makes the sort of ridge below the eyes look like a nose. Uh, like, there's always been, does, like, the sort yeah. of... There's always been sort of, like, the general nose shape, but, like, it stops in a way that there is a nose now. <laughs> yeah. Um, also fun is this has the Zeta-style cockpits, so that when it's opening the hatch there, it, it has, like, this... It has the effect of having, like, weird jaws teeth. almost yeah yeah like weird teeth you can see them there actually because it's not fully open um it's fucked up 
<laughs> but yeah, um, other details on the head uh, are it does have like little sensors and whatnot in like the cheeks. Um, and it has like little, you know, vents on the sides of the head and it still retains like a lot of the Gundam head shape going on. Weird, weird design though, uh, for, for a Gundam head. The torso mm. is where things get real weird. Uh, the torso is big block of, it's very Gundam-y other than the middle. Um, so like the two sides of it, uh, you even have like the chest vents though, instead of them being like, you know, this, the common, like three, uh, the like three yellow vents, it's just like a big, uh, black overhang, uh, piece that has a vent inside of it. Mm-hmm. You have to assume that it is still, like, it is not bit one big un- intake, or, like, I suppose, like, exhaust. It is, you assume there's a smaller one within that, because it is, like, well, funnily, it is a point that the Psycho Gundams... Oh, do we? Okay, yep. well. Yeah, because I was gonna say, we know that the Psycho Gundam's armor is really hard to pierce, and if it just had two big holes in its chest, that would... <laughs> that would... Yeah, no, it's just, yeah. uh... Yeah, it's still got vents, it's just, uh, you know, the layering is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's got the multiple torso segments, as you would expect, though. The God, way I say that they... was a good-looking show. That's just a great shot. Yeah. Uh, the way that these go towards the middle, though, is, like, so it's got, like, the Gundam chest segments, but they kind of, like, start going down towards the middle instead of just being complete squares. Uh, like, where they meet with the middle of the chest armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the middle of the chest is just weird. You've got this big red block on top, which you would think is a cockpit hatch, but no, because we know the cockpit's in the head, so... Just right, a it's, big... like a, it's like a faux ground Gundam cockpit hatch. Yeah. Um, the uh, And then the uh, chest itself, like in the middle, you've got uh, two beam cannons inlaid into what is actually just like a very ARC-78-2 style chest, like with the way it's even got like the little like uh, dash in the middle there. It's just, mm-hmm. what if you stuffed the arc 782s little chest cavities there with uh, beam cannons? Uh, the Also, the arms are connected in kind of a weird way. They There are shoulders that are, like, distinct shoulders, but if you look, there's also, like, this big plate on top that I think on... Let me look at how they do it on the model kit, because I'm curious if they do it a little differently, because on here it looks like these are pieces of the torso that extend over the tops of the shoulder but Mm -hmm. i'm curious if like on model kits and stuff they do that a little differently um well specifically the model kit because this this has the one well i think it has an old model kit too but it has a high grade that i i wanted one day well i wanted it figuration i wanted it and then i got the uh psycho gundam arms for my ausla so i don't need it where the hell is it? When did that come out, actually? I'm curious how old that is, because it's not, like, the oldest. Oh, there it is. Okay, so how do these shoulders work on this? Okay, so they are, uh, okay, so they are just on the collar. Okay, just wanted to make sure, because, again, it's kind of hard to tell. I'm assuming if I knew the transformation better, it probably would make, uh, I probably would have realized that, but, um, yeah, these are cool. It's just two little, like, two little weird um pieces that hang over the shoulder um they got they got little pistons underneath too which looks cool uh so then the actual arms themselves you've got a very square shoulder 
uh, a very weird shape for the upper arm because it, like, kind of goes out uh, at the bottom. It, like, flares at the bottom. Like, it's got, like, a... Like, yeah, there's it's a separate, like, a... triangle piece. Yeah, it's it's got, like, two, like, a triangle in the front and back, basically, that make it flare out. Um, which is kind of weird. Uh, surprisingly for this era of mobile suit, we actually have a pretty... Well, no, actually, now that I'm looking at it from the rear, I, I was going to say, they actually d- did the joint pretty good. No, it's still a very weird-looking joint, actually, if you look at it from the rear. Um, but, uh, you know, you've got, like, the circular piece that you expect on the arm of a, of a Gundam-type. Uh, then you've got just, like, a big square in the middle sandwiched between the circles. Uh, so, never mind. At first, I thought it was a more considered one for the joint. <laughs> uh, then you got a very boxy, uh, like, lower arm. Uh, has a little bit of red in the wrist. Uh, the lower arm also just kind of has... A, lo- a lot of these parts just kind of have, like, very basic details. Usually just, like, little linings and vents and stuff on them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's vents on the shoulders. There's vents on the uh, outer part of the arm and whatnot. Um, just weird weird suit, though, because it's very simple. Just covered in, like, line work overall. Um and then you've got really big hands, uh, really big hands that are a little weird looking because, of course, there are finger beams on this. So the hands don't end in points that they're like little, you know, rounded e- edges. They end in uh, they end in just little fingy beams mm-hmm. um, for the waist. Uh, we've got uh, your standard skirt split, though. This is OK. This is a, uh, this is one where I also want to look at the model because I'm curious if it actually does it this way. Because if you look at this, it's actually just two halves for the skirt, right? Like the way it's designed here. There's a front sure. and a rear half. Because if you look at the side skirt, there's just a line going through it. It doesn't look like these front skirts would move. Okay, well, I see how the model kit did this. This is very funny. Uh, they left the, uh, the side panel still having that big line. But... It still has separated skirts. Okay, I figured. Yeah. This is just, you know, Okawara art of the time. Actually, wait. This is Okawara, right? I'm looking at that pose. This has to be Okawara. Hold on, let me make sure. Oh, no, this is not. This is uh, originally by Katsuji Murakami, and then Kazumi Fujita actually did this. Huh. Does not look like a Fujita design. At least not when I look at it immediately. Just because, you know, I'm used to Fujita designing weirdos like the Gapley and the Masala and all that, not this. I didn't know he did the Psycho originally. Huh. There's something new every day. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, for the crotch area, uh, instead of having the Federation V, you have another beam cannon installed in that little cavity. Uh, and then along the bottom side of the, uh, the crotch, you have just thrusters. Um... On the front skirt and on the rear skirt, you have, like, the yellow pieces, kind of, again, reminiscent of, like, the Arc-70-2 with the yellow little squares on there. Um, for the thighs, nothing special there. They are thighs. Uh, they got some lines going down the middle. You get some nice mechanical detail relative to the era this came out in, probably also just because of how large this is, you kind of have to show mechanical detail. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get, it's... like, a little bit of gray on the upper leg. Yeah, this whole thing... Uh, 
I always just thought of it, this is just a dumb thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, because that's why we're here. Um, I always just thought of this thing of like, oh, the Psycho Gundam is in Psycho Gundam colors. It's obviously Titan's colors. I just didn't think about it. I guess it is. I actually didn't think about it either, because I, I <laughs> yeah, always, well, to be fair, Psycho I lean towards the, the Titans being more blue. Sure, sure. But and it has, this always like, leans black. Yeah, but it's got the red, the black, and like sort of like the purplish. I mean, like it's 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 a like it's a variant. It's not quite like the the Mark II, but it is Titans colors. That's fair. Depends because then you get like things like uh, the GFF where they just go full grayscale with the colors. It's so another suit where the colors get a little weird. But mm-hmm. then if you look at a uh, Super Robot Wars DD's sprite, it is just purple. It's so funny. Yeah. It's also really funny that you, you brought up the, the GFF, the Gundam Fixed Figuration, which is, of course, the Kotoki uh, line, right? Uh-huh. And Kotoki, it, we get two forms of Kotoki sometimes. And this is the form of Kotoki where he's like, no, I'm not going to redesign it. I'm just going to draw a little more detail on it. Leave me alone. I want to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the Psycho Gundam. It's just the Psycho Gundam. Um. Yep, and then the the lower legs are deceptively simple from the front. Uh, you've got like a big knee. You got some thrusters on the sides of the uh, leg, like where the joint is. You have some thrusters lower down on the calf. Um, you've got like this little yellow detail, and you've got some like these little double vents at the bottom of the knee. Where it gets really complex actually is when you look at the back of the leg. Um, it, it is all exposed like pistons and stuff, mainly because of the transformation. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you got a lot of really cool mechanical detail exposed there on the back, which I actually really like. Um, and then finally for the legs, you got ankle armor and you got feet. <laughs> uh, the, pretty much normal Gundam feet, other than they've got like a little red square in the middle of each foot as well. But otherwise, you know, it's a big red foot with like a uh, the black upper armor on this case. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, finally, for a backpack, you've got a... The backpack is kind of weird. You've got two thrusters, you know, pointing down on the back. Uh, then in the middle between the two thrusters, though, you've got this, like, weird little, like, top of a pyramid. Uh, this is for the top of the mobile armor mode. This, you know, pops up and then folds over. Mm-hmm. Uh where does the head go in the mobile armor mode? Oh, oh, the head just gets covered by the uh, shoulder things, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess we'll 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 move on to talking about the mobile armor because we have to. Uh, just real quick, just to note, oh, yeah, the back sorry. like if you don't look at it, you could be deceived. The backpack is not like it is the it is in the backpack spot. It is three pieces that are not attached to each other. Yeah, they're right? not attached to each other. Yeah, you've got so. like a thruster on the back of each torso, and then. Here's the thing, when you look at a lot of older designs, especially, that we've realized on the show, backpacks aren't real. Always. Backpacks are a much more, like, the idea of the backpack as the thing is a much more modern idea than we realize. Yeah, like, like, because even, like, when you look at, like, the Mark II has a distinct backpack, but, like, when you look at the way it connects in the artwork, it, it's a lot more, like, it's not like the back of the Mark II is flat. Like, these are not made to be exchangeable. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of interesting because, yeah, they, they've kind of made backpacks be a more distinct thing in the modern time. Um, mobile armor mode. Uh, oh, uh, forgot. I, I will talk about this because it comes into play in the mobile armor. It does have a large shield. 
Uh, the shield, if yeah. you look at it, is it ha- has two very distinct upper and lower halves. That's because this actually splits for the transformation. Um, and it, it, I mean, it's a shield, right? There's not really much to say about it. Uh, it's got r- cool yeah. red lining around it, and it's got like little, uh, sort of like vents or something in the sides. Yeah, you would expect, given both its era and how big it is, there to be like weapons and stuff in it. But because of its of how difficult its role in the transformation is mechan- like technologically speaking there's no room for that yeah so for the transformation this becomes a fucked up monolith uh so the torso kind of like folds back a little which is really odd looking like when you look at it you can kind of notice it though like the torso kind of like cricks back like it starts doing like a reverse ab crunch yeah, the easiest way to understand the angle of this is to look at the um the the be- the diffuse beam guns on the front and how they are like sort of angled inward, right? And note mm-hmm. that on the transformed ver- version they are very slightly angled back. So that is about how much it it rotates. Yeah. Um not back a ton, but you know, a little bit. Uh it just looks very exaggerated because this is a big mobile suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um the uh, <clears throat> the top plate on the chest where like that red piece is slides up to block the front of the head, and the two uh, collar pieces that I mentioned that are over the shoulders pop up and cover the sides of the head. Finally, uh, on the backpack, the um, that middle piece pops up and flips over the top of the head. So the, and then those kind of all link together to form like you know this almost like pyramid. This weird square pyramid thing going on mm-hmm. there. Um, the arms, uh, basically just so looking at them, what they do is they just all they both bend at ninety degree angles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the hands I assume just kind of flop into the arm, and then. The top of the uh, wrist armor actually pops up, it looks like, and that plugs into the bottom of the shoulder. And the shoulder armor kind of pops out a little. So that kind of, like, gets those to, uh, you know, be forced together. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that the... Now that I look at it, um, I'm wondering what that little filled-in piece is, actually, between, like... the Because the, the arm is obviously at, like, a 90-degree angle. So I'm wondering right. what that little fill is there. I, um, maybe it's a piece that's inside of the wrist. Yeah, I th- I think what happens. Forward. It, yeah, I think what happens is when the hand goes in, that part of the arm has to pop up to make room for it. Oh, uh, that makes sense. That that way the arm's never just like fully hollow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guess also before it finished transforming, uh, what it did was also grab each of the uh halves of the shield with the arms. Mm-hmm. Uh so that they would be mounted on the arms. Uh, the shields, each half actually does hide like a little wing uh, that pops out. Uh, normally they pop in and then behind the shield, but then I guess they go, like, they do like a 90 degree turn and then pop out. <laughs> um, so it's got these little wings and then the shield, you know, is on the bottom. The legs are very funny because the legs don't actually transform very much. The leg armor, so it, it, it does curl up, but the leg armor just pops forward. And goes, because mm-hmm. you can see the whole leg back there, and that the, like, they're covering the feet. Yeah, it's just in the she- fetal position, but its shin guards have slid forward. 
Yeah. Uh, and then looking at it from the back, uh, you can see the, you know, the thighs and everything. Um, it, it, this is very funny looking when he realized it, the way it's curled up. It's actually not as complex as I was thinking. It's just kind of a weird one. Yeah, it's weird. It actually, yeah, it works a lot better and a lot more smoothly than you would think. Um, I also, like, I think it's kind of funny. To me, the head almost looks like a Rick Diaz. Like this? Oh, when it's like this? Yeah, because it's got that shape. If it had just a big mono eye. Mm-hmm. Which, That's God, better. that would be so cool. Yeah. Uh, what a weird, what a weird thing. What a weird thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, all of this is, of course, for the purposes of enabling a Minofsky craft, craft system, system, which, of course, yep. for the era is very sophisticated for a non-battleship to have. Yeah. So it just kind of floats when it's like this. That way mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be walking. Because, obviously, a 40-meter mobile suit walking around would be a little concerning, you know? Not that it doesn't do this. Oh, it still does it. Yeah, that's the thing. It still does. But you know what I mean. Like, it, it doesn't... It, generally, you if you're if you're deploying this on your own base, though, you would not want it just walking through the base like that. Right, right. You want it to fly out. <laughs> just thinking about, like, one of the times that Four is, like, in a city and trying to get the Gundam to respond. So she turns into human mode, shoves an arm into a building, and then just starts walking, dragging it through buildings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hong Kong, Hong Kong having a bad time in Zeta Gundam. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. Because, um, yeah, it it's a very destructive thing just by sheer size. Uh -huh. Like, mobile suits are already destructive. This is just... They, you know, this is like a fucked up, like, kaiju mobile suit, though. Yeah, I mean, literally, that was that's, that's extremely the purpose of it, right? There's yeah, like oh kaiju. yeah, for sure. Like, even, like, you know, the mobile suit's looking up at it, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and the way they shoot, like, if you look at, like, some of the shots from, like, um, you get moments where you see it in, like, TV, on TV and stuff. And yeah, the angles they love are the all low very, angle. like, Godzilla looking out of the smoke, right? You know? Yeah, they love doing, like, the low angle shots of it from the ground where, like, you know, a mobile suit is threatening with a low angle shot from the ground, but this is something else. What if no. Gundams are bad? Um, <laughs> the, uh, the Psycho Gundam, definitely bad. Um, Gundam's usually bad. Um, in terms of, uh, you know. It's the Devil's Machine. It's the Devil's Machine. Um, but yeah, uh, so it, it this is really it's really funny, too, because it doesn't mention that it, it, it is actually more suited to a base defense role, which is not what it gets used for in uh, Zeta Gundam. It, this does get... I, I guess at Kilimanjaro, it's doing it, what its job is. But, uh, it, like, you know, generally speaking, uh, when we see this in Hong Kong, this is being deployed as an intimidation and destroy the AUG, uh that are in the city. Mobile Dylan, suit. oh my god. What? In the novelization of Turn A, Lord Gwyn gets in one. Yep. I do know this. <laughs> oh my god. I do know this. Yep. Uh, it, it shows up in, uh, yeah, there's a G-Gen game. And if I remember right, uh, I think one of the SRW games also makes reference to this. 
Um, That's fucking wild. Yeah, they dig up a big, huge Gundam in the mountain cycle, and they're like, what? And it's a psycho Gundam, and Gwyn gets in it. And he calls it the turn P, and people are like, that doesn't... That doesn't work at all. (laughs) God. Um, Very, very interesting thing. I want to see more translations of that. Uh, Also, sorry, real quick, since we were talking about the kaiju thing. I love this SD uh, version of the scene with the Psycho Gundam uh, from one of the old SD card-ass cards. (laughs) This is great. This art is wonderful. I don't feel like the Gundam looks freaked out enough, but otherwise I'm here for it. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so this uh, design, though, for weapons. Kind of talked about them because they're all built in, but basically you have two small Mega Beam Cannons on the forehead. I actually forgot that those are Mega Beam Cannons. Um, I don't remember it really using them all that much. No, uh, but it is it is funny that it's the equivalent of, of head Vulcans are just Beam Cannons, though. Mm-hmm. Then you have, the three, uh, you have the three diffuse mega particle cannons, you know, uh, two in the chest, one in the waist. Uh, these are basically, these just are spread beam guns, right? Like, you know, that's why they're called diffuse mega particle cannons. These things are just, it, it, it's funny because you get all these things doing the Dom diffuse mega particle cannon, but on the Dom, it's like, these are called flashers because they're, the beams aren't strong enough to do damage. This, on the other hand, can, in fact, just, the beams can destroy a mobile suit just by hitting them. I mean, just imagine any, like, cartoon illustration of a disco ball, but all the lights coming off destroy anything they touch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the fingers have beam cannons, uh, so, of course, it has ten of them. Um, and these seem to be quite strong when we see them used, so, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's usually not just firing one at a time, it's firing all five, like, with the fingers, like, pointed for uh, all together, so... I mean, usually it's standing with its head back and every beam cannon on it firing at once. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, a, a, like a seizure-inducing life show of death. Yeah, actually, I kind of love this picture of, uh, this from, uh, one of either Gundam Fact or Gundam Perfect file... Oh, Gundam Perfect File actually says on the wiki. Uh, of, of the Psycho Gundam at Kilimanjaro just firing everything. Yeah. Just every one of those lines, if it connects with something, the, the something will die. Oh, right. The, the head guns are in the forehead jewel. Yeah, yeah. Right, yes. Really weird. Um, and then, uh, then you have the shields. <laughs> it has two shields. Basically, to help protect it even further. It already has an anti-beam barrier, by the way, so... Mm-hmm. Not a knife field, just an anti-beam barrier of some sort. Yeah. Uh, I'm presuming, given the way that it seems to work, uh, I'm presuming it doesn't deflect quite as well, maybe, as a knife field? It doesn't do, like, the beam bending around it. It's just... It, it's almost like, what if an anti-beam coating was stronger or something? Right, they did the did the Hakushiki beam coating because this thing was so big they could just do, like, five layers of it. Yeah. Um, you know, it has the psychomia system and the psycho control system. What if this thing was gold? <laughs> that would be very funny. Well, we do have a fun color scheme to talk about because there's that one uh, character album. The uh, I don't know what's going on with it. I know it's an album, the Force Counterattack, and then they mm. have the quote-unquote Psyche Gundam on that. Which, yeah, uh, where it's pink and purple camo. Yeah. Yeah, or in the case of this one, weird flower print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, 
We also get uh, one from uh, Build Fighters that is in Zabungle colors. Oh, let me see. It's just in the build. It's part of the gallery. You'll see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I think it looks really good in Zabungle colors. Yeah. That's fair. Um, The Psycho Gundam is neat. Uh, The Psycho Gundam is a weird suit. Um, It's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Very destructive. Uh, Definitely our first look at what if a mobile armor just wasn't a normal kind of freak. Because, you know, like, the, well, because, you know, all the mobile armors in the one-year war, they're all, like, weird one-off weirdos. You get things like the Big Row, you get things like the Zacrello, uh, Mm -hmm. you don't really have, like, suits that are, like, you know, ones that are emulating what if a mobile suit was just really big. Well, Uh, and, like, I feel like, in theory, like, the history of warfare in cities is not great to the cities they're in, right? Yeah. Um... To that end, I feel like there's always been this thing, like, at least through First Gundam and stuff, where it's like, okay, so mobile suits are, in theory, able to fight without damaging a city too much. Usually they fail because it's really hard to do, but, like, they're designed in such a way that that's possible. And then we have mobile armors for use in, like, remote areas where it's not a problem. And the Psycho Gundam represents this change in philosophy of just, like, yo, fuck a city. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it just doesn't care which you know very illustrative of the titans to not even care about like the fake decorum mm-hmm. um we also have some other alternative artwork of this guy first uh this is a cool illustration by takayuki inase uh who later would be you know a designer on gundam double o a designer on a bunch of other future gundam stuff um he's also a designer i really like uh this was for gundam fact file number 32 um, he had done, a, like, a Psycho Gundam insert illustration, and I really like this, actually. I, I love using the transformation's ability to pop the leg armor forward for easier maintenance. That's yeah. that's cool. Because, yeah, you can see that they, yeah, they're popping the leg off all the way, the shin armor, and you can see just, like, the big strut underneath. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I like the colors he went with where... He went with black, but then he went with purple. Like, you know, the, I mean, again, kind of like the other things, they usually lean one way or the other. Either they go with purple and purple or black on gray. This goes for black on purple. And it I looks mean, this good. Is, this is even like a really pale lilac. It's yeah, very, it's, very light. Yeah, it's a very light. It's very cool. I like it. Um, Also a very bright yellow in a weird way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then there's... Uh, the Zeta Define version. And Zeta Define, terrible manga. Uh, generally, I like the artist's designs. The, this one's a little weird. Um, I think just to convey the scale, he kind of just greebled it. This is by the guy who does, like, all those... Uh... Z- Zeta Define's artwork is done by the guy who does, like, the um, really cool Master Archive books that sometimes I've brought up on the show. Um, he gave it extra guns. I'm assuming... Oh, yeah, I guess he did, looking at the shoulders. <laughs> he gave it two more guns in the shoulders. Yeah, looks like he just kind of agreeable this a lot. Though it doesn't help that this scan is bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, uh, well, because like if you zoom in, look at how wobbly this is. This is like a JPEG nightmare. It, it looks like they tried smoothing it or something. I don't know what's going on here. I've never seen a scan this bad in a long time. Because <laughs> like if uh, you look at like the text, like why does it look? It, it looks like someone ran, like, you know, like, those bad filters on emulators, like, Eagle and shit? It mm-hmm. looks like someone ran one of those over this image. 
I do unfortunately have to call your bluff because you have seen scans this bad very recently. As fact, as soon as as recently as last week, because every uh, time we check out a comic Bon Bon wing design, those scans are hellish. They're not. Hold on, those are not artificially doing blurs and stuff like this. Though. No, this but is, they are. They are like they are scanned straight from the magazine and thus have warped proportions from the bending of the page. You know what? That's fair. Um, <laughs> this one just gets to me because it feels like someone tried making this look better than their scan was. It feels like someone mm. edited this. Because I don't think you get that kind of wobbliness just from scanning. Yeah. I, I think you get that wobbliness from, I need to make this look smoother. Or I need to, like, you know. That's what this looks like to me. Anyway, I, uh, it's just a, these, basically, though, a very up-detailed. Yeah, the shoulder beam cannons on this, though, don't look like they're scattering. Um, and so I imagine they're like, listen, this is the solution to the Psycho Gundam's problem. What if you have to fight a battleship? Just a well, bigger gun. On yeah. the shoulders. Take it down. To be fair, it doesn't have a lot of things it can aim. I mean, I guess it has the hands. It does have the hands, and those could go any which way. But mm -hmm. other than that, it's basically just all or nothing on uh, destroying everything around you. <laughs> sure. But I think, I mean, like, as de as destructive as the diffuse mega particle cannons are, they don't do amazing damage with a single shot to, like, you know, ship armor, I would imagine. Probably not. Especially not if you're... Because, you know, you want consistent beams going into something so yeah. so just slap high megas on the shoulders and just be like oh there's someone coming in the distance goodbye yeah um all right so there's a lot to talk about with this machine uh if you are okay with us doing a lot sure but first we have to i think our first move is to talk about the Backwards. only variant oh variant okay the krx 001 full burst uh, psycho i was Gundam. gonna save this because this is from triage but okay we'll talk about it real quick um very quick one. Uh, what if you took a Psycho Gundam, colored it in ARC-78-2 colors, and it does change parts of the design, which is weird that it changes certain parts, because, like, okay, so, if you look at the chest, right, it adds chest vents so like good. the Gundam. This That's is good. so incredible. But then the waist is weird to me, because it, it adds, like, these, it flattens the waist and adds these weird yellow panels, but it doesn't... You could have just left the original ones, and, and it would have like, looked like the Gundam. Get, this is getting ahead a little bit, but looking at the bits on the leg where they've added the yellow, it makes it look like it's, like, full psycho frame, like the unicorn. Like, it's gonna expand. It's weird. Gotta cut that out of this episode, too, because this is not a spoiler episode. Even there, people, episode. Everyone knows about the full psycho frame, for God's right, sake. Whatever. Fine, fine, fine. No All one's right. ever seen the unicorn before, that's right. <laughs> Look, there might be people who've only seen the unicorn mode. Anyway, um, the the other changes, though, yeah, basically they've upped the detail level, like you mentioned. There's, like, these yellows added to the legs uh, and the arms. Um, the other two major changes, though, are the shield has changed uh, design into this, like, <laughs> weird... I don't know what's going on with the shield, actually. It's very bizarre. It's I two guess... pieces of metal with guns on them. <laughs> Are are the are those guns? Those, of course, those are. They have to be guns. There's no way they're not guns. I'm not seeing it mentioned. Here. Oh no, yep, beam guns. Yep, they're just called beam guns. Okay. Do you think they were beam sabers? Like, I didn't know if they were giant beam sabers or what. Yeah, that no, would be not too, with that'd this be design. Too, that'd be too cool for this. They're guns. Uh, and then the other thing is, it has a burst liner over the shoulder. The burst liner being an MSV. Uh, Normally, a thing that is not mounted, but rather a thing that is, uh, 
like ridden by a mobile suit like you know kind of like the mega rider and all that like one of those mm-hmm. kind of things uh and it was just a big beam cannon uh this just has it over the shoulder it also has on the other shoulder what are these are these mines these are harrow bits oh harrow harrow or sorry harrow funnels excuse me they are okay, funnels these are just that for look gathering like us okay these are just recon funnels great that's fantastic okay. Uh, and then the transformation is a little different in that it lays on its back, uh, and the shield design is to facilitate, like, having, it almost looks like the white base or something. Or, I mean, I, feel like it's kind of doing, like, uh... Oh, no, it's the G-Fighter! Right. Yeah, that's what it's trying to do. Okay. Okay, it's trying to do the G-Fighter, and then the beam cannons, uh, aim on the bottom of the shield, and then the, uh, burst liner, obviously, because it's on the backpack, is able it to just... clearly can't land in this mode? No. Because it would be landing on the bits, also, this and they is would a, be crushed? Look, this is also a, uh... Well, no, uh, it would be... It, it, first, it would land on the gun, which is a little taller oh, than it would the, land on the It would land on the scope, scope specifically. specifically. <laughs> and then it would roll onto the side. Yeah, here's the thing. This is for a video game. They have not thought these things through. Fair enough, fair enough. I think it's Gundam hilarious. I think it's hilarious. It, this is a fun mo- mode. This is a fun, like, little variant, though. And Tri-H does have some fun ones, but yeah. All right. Now we need to go backwards, though. Uh, yes. To the MRX uh, 008 prototype psycho gundam which does not have a fucking appearance so we're going to ignore it because there is one before that the mrx 007 prototype psycho gundam which does have an appearance this is from mmsv uh this is a weird psycho gundam this one is designed by kunio this rules this is a psycho gundam covered in tubes (laughs) uh it's actually not tall either this is actually only 20 meters tall Sure. So this is a little guy. Um, so basically this was them using the Arc 782 and then going, how do we give it like the stuff from the Xeong? Uh, and what they did was they uh, gave it wire guided forearms uh, or wire guided arms that have beams in the forearms, I should say. Uh, and then put a scattering uh, mega particle gun in the chest. Uh, and then uh, the backpack is a giant psychomu system covered in tubes, just tubes everywhere. So like the head still looks like the psycho Gundam head, though those are no longer beam cannons on the forehead, which is funny. It still has what the is barrels. It? The, the way it's sort of more stretched out on top reminds me of something. I can't quite place it. Mm, don't know. Oh, well. Not at a glance. You just mean like the forehead ridge? Just looks yeah. like a weird '90s Okawara thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's leaning like the forehead ridge is like stretching forward more in a way that reminds me of it, but it doesn't matter. I I, I can't figure it out, and it's far too vague for me to find it. Yeah, the the torso is um. So real quick to describe this, uh, similar to the Psycho Gundam torso, only you have to have all this extra crap bolted onto it just to get the one mega particle gun. Uh, it has a camera above the mega particle gun. And I believe it's still a cockpit that is in the chest, so you've got, like, these doors on the chest. Um, this is simply the most miserable RG you've ever built. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> red uh, on the tops of the torso, red vents. Uh, and then on the collar, you have three cables going into the backpack on either side, which is fucking cool looking. Um, for the shoulders, uh, really big shoulders with thrusters on them. Um, thrusters on the front, thrusters on the side. Uh, 
on the back of the shoulder, you have... Or, sorry, not on the back. In the middle of the shoulder below the thruster, you have two cables that are being plugged into the backpack from there. Uh, the upper arm is kind of complex. It's like this weird, just bumpy upper arm, though. Uh, you know, joint is a joint. You get the little circular parts. The forearms, pretty simple forearms. They have these, like, little red pieces in the middle. Uh, and then they have little wrist beam guns, which is so funny that these are just, like, little dinky wrist guns. Mm-hmm. Um... The waist, uh, you've got two little green tubes that connect to the bottom of the chest and two white tubes connecting into the middle of the chest from the skirt armor. Um, the skirt armor, you have like a little white armor piece. You've got some thrusters next to those. I'm assuming those are thrusters because this is the era where Okuara loves throwing the uh, verniers everywhere. Um, and then the side skirts, you've got the little, uh, speaking of things Okuara loves, the little triangles like on the F-91 and whatnot uh, that are on the sides of these. Uh, the legs, uh, the thighs, nothing special other than the tube going from the upper thigh into the lower leg. Um, the leg armor is very beefy. Uh, you've got, you know, similar knee to the Psycho Gundam. Uh, you've got this, like, weird yellow pieces, too, that, like, the way that they're colored makes them almost look like they'd be reflective. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you've got, like, big white vents on the inner parts of the calf, and then a little bit of verniers on, on the outer part. Uh, and the back of the leg features three more tubes on either back of the leg going into the leg. Uh, big ankle armor. Uh, the feet are very complex feet uh, with like you've got like this. You got ankle armor, but then you've got like gray like joint pieces underneath with some gray armor around them. And then, you know, black top of the foot and then red feet. Funnily enough, in some ways, even though I know Fujita is, like, the more detailed person, this is a much more detailed design than the original Psycho Gundam. Uh, the backpack. This is where the Psychomia system is also located. <laughs> uh, just a gigantic backpack where the back of it is covered in these thrusters, but also in cables everywhere. Um, my favorite part are the two little barrel kind of thrusters that, like, that look like they would be able to, like, point up and down in the middle. Yeah, they look great. Um... This is a ridiculous machine. Um, obviously, uh, the the additional generator also was unstable, by the way. So even though it's got all these big parts, uh, it would the machine would be immobilized for roughly ten seconds after firing the uh, mega particle cannon in the chest. I feel like um, Okawara, as an artist, like doesn't tend to lean towards like greebles. He uses complexity to show like unstable design yeah also the wire arms are really weird because i guess the federation's first attempt at doing this they have to use two cables instead of one and even though it's a smaller like everything about this is smaller than the zeong like this is this is a worse zeong yeah and not only that but it, it is acknowledged as a failure right uh -huh. like this machine uh -huh. is acknowledged like this was made uh and was basically like uh, this thing sucks. Like, this is a test machine, right? Like, that's what this mm -hmm. is. And, um, let's see. It was actually originally piloted by, I'm sorry, 3rd Murasame. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, who was hospitalized after severe mental trauma. After, uh, after engaging in a battle against 10 Marasai and GM3, uh, GM2s. Three were manned, seven were unmanned. No, uh, yeah, he no, he was hospitalized previous to that. He does not oh. survive that fight. <laughs> oh, sorry, it engaged in a mock battle. Oh, so he gets he evaporated was previously by a hospitalized, saver. and then he oh. <laughs> okay, so then 
Third went berserk, sensing the negative emotions of the other pilots, and just started destroying the mobile suits using live weapons. And then, and then uh, yeah. the, our, our the, protagonist one of the pilots just was just told, uh, <laughs> capture it, it's fine, don't worry about it. And yeah, destroyed it. God. What a fucking... What a machine. Um, And then, yeah, I could see why they needed to up it to 40 meters. Uh-huh. Because... Yeah, this machine, though, like, if this is what you need to make a normal mobile suit have that tech work on it, I, I can see why, no. I can see why, just no. Don't do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Which, and uh, so this design obviously becomes the Psycho Gundam, but it also becomes... Oh my god, last The time. MRX-007X Xanadu. Good thing there's not a lot of notes on this because I'm gonna make this be a footnote. Um, this I design, think this looks cool though. It is, yeah, it is a prototype Psycho Gundam, uh, where the tubes have been replaced with flat cables. Weirdly, on a lot of spots, like yeah, like ribbon at, like, cables. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and then the backpack has had an additional flight unit added to it. Is maybe the best way I could describe this. Uh, oh, no, it's basically a whole mobile suit is on the back of it. Because if you look, it has a head. It has a head? Yeah, look at the uh, look at the upper it left. It has here. a head? Wow, it has yeah, a head. This is the it has nitro arms. unit. It has basically legs. <laughs> this is it's so good. It's basically wearing a mobile suit as a backpack. This is so good. Yeah. This is so... their solution. Because <laughs> they're like, let's just offload all the gear to this second yeah, the, mobile suit the, the quote-unquote nitro unit there basically has, like... I mean, hell, it even has finger beam cannons, right? Mm-hmm. In a way. Uh, the other weird thing that got added to this is uh, it needed more ribbon cables. Because if you look at that art in the upper left, uh, one, it added explosive bolts, uh, which work via punching. So you punch, and then it launches the bolts. Uh, it has a fist on top of its fist. Yeah, the the explosive bolt <laughs> fist. Not only that, though, if you look at the bottom of the wrist, that ribbon cable, it has an eye field generator connected onto either wrist. <laughs> this is so good. And yeah, and then basically that back unit is like a weird flight pack, right? It's got It's got a head. It's got two little wings that are swept back. That can also pop down to the side. I actually like it better when uh, we've got, like, the art of it like this. Where it's a bit more down, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, basically, it's like if the Isle Striker from Seed or something had a fucking... It had a, had a guy on it. And, like, the head has the, like, Justice Gundam-style very tall, narrow mohawk cam. Yeah, what the fuck? We don't but not only that, it can UC. extend... And it, it extends could... even further, yeah. <laughs> this is so good. This, this is, is fantastic. such a bizarre machine. Um, Last Sun is weird. Uh, Anyway, and then, like, yeah, it's got maneuverable thrusters, like, as quote-unquote legs, and then the, the arms are just, like I said, like, three-finger beam cannon things. This is a yeah. weird fucking machine. I kind of should... wish that machine that was on its back was just its own thing, because it looks, it would be really cool if it was just this weird freak. Yeah, I mean, than... we don't know. We don't know details about it. I would love an idea that it like could pop off and operate for like just a couple of minutes because it doesn't have you know the necessary parts or whatever. But yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, I think this is great. I love this a lot. Uh, you know what? I, I I'm making a quick call. The Psycho Gundam Mark II, I think we will save for its own episode. 
Because we're going to talk about a bunch of variants of the Psycho Gundam also. That's fair. There's a lot to talk about. I'll allow this. Well, let me look. Uh, well, the psych- the thing is, the Psycho Mark II doesn't have a lot of variants, though, is the problem. Well, okay, let's let's make it, let's let's handle the other things, and then we'll, we'll see, see how it goes, yeah. Yeah. Alright, I guess we'll just go for developed into in order. First, the Kyozan no Psycho Gundam. Okay, this is a model custom for Hono Tri, which is a manga. Um... This is what if the Psycho Gundam was an Oni. Uh, also, they spelled Psycho wrong, but they spelled it. So, Psycho is supposed to be short for Psychomia, so generally you drop the H. It's not like Psycho, like the way you would think of that word. It mm-hmm. is Psychomia. Uh, they spelled it Fico. <laughs> they spelled it Fico here. They not only they not only added the H, they also dropped the S. Uh, oh, holy shit. This is a weird motherfucker. I hate it. <laughs> the um, transformation, though. Let me see. What is it? Oh. <laughs> no, this is okay. great, Dylan. Okay, this you is know what? So I good. like this now. I like this now. All right. Let me, let me, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, so the main body, not a lot changed overall on the uh, body itself, other than some added detail. The head adds horns, though. Yeah, the, know, the, the the normal like the normal V fin is up, but it's like tighter and smaller. But then it has for, it's in the place of the main V fin like big golden like bull horns. Mm-hmm. The shoulders have been made bigger. They have some kind of kanji on the front of them, and they are gold plated on the front. They also look like they are bolted in like armor. Like mm-hmm. it definitely is trying to go for like. I mean, this is obviously going for, like, you know, Oni slash, like, armor vibes going on with this, like, samurai armor vibes. Um, the shoulders also on the ends of them have these really tall thrusters added to them, uh, that have funnels added also onto the outside of them. I believe those would be funnels. Those look like they should be funnels. Um, but then again, maybe not. Maybe those are just for the bull form. Who knows? Oh, sorry to spoil. Um... Uh, we'll get to that. Don't worry, listener. Um, it is wielding a uh, modified propellant tank that has a bunch of spikes added to it as a club. As like a big, uh, I forget what those are called. The big Oni clubs with the spikes on them. Um, it, I used Google Translate the camera function. It says that the kanji says mountain. Oh, okay. Oh, also Kanabo. That's what those are called. It has basically a Kanabo made out of a propellant tank covered in spikes. Just making a a club out of a propellant tank is a gutsy move. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like that could uh, go bad. The waist, again, just some added extra detail uh, on there, but kind of keeps generally the same parts. Uh, the main change on the bottom I want to talk about on the legs is the ankle guards now have uh, really mean faces staring at you, like these fucked up uh, Oni masks with a mm-hmm. single horn. And, like, when I say, like, these are, like, very detailed. Like, these, you know, obviously are something you wouldn't draw on, like, a... This is something that only can exist in the form of a model. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, the transformation. Uh, okay. This is a bizarre one to describe. Because it basically does not transform in the way that you would think of it. It just kind of lays down. It... Bends its legs back so that, it, like, the, the waist rotates 180 degrees, I think? Or no, no, not even the waist. Oh, no, it is. The waist rotates 180 degrees, and then the feet rotate 180 degrees. 
so that the feet are still facing forward, but the be- the legs are obviously backwards. Mm-hmm. The front, the arms, uh, when the hands tuck away, it just has feet that plug into the hands. Uh, and yeah, it, 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 and then the head looks, I'm assuming that you have a piece that folds over the head, um, from the backpack that is like this. Something. Yeah, unfortunately we don't have a lot of camera angles and stuff on this. Yeah, um, this thing is, uh, there's a lot. Basically, it becomes a big zoid. It looks surprisingly good. It doesn't look bad, no. It's very... It's a lot. Um, yeah, it, 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 it is piloted by Aku Kiyama, who is... Okay, we don't have a picture of them. Uh, she has a taste for a very large gunpla. That's the only detail it really has about her. Which, fair enough, because this is a Psycho Gundam, so it would be big. Wow. Um, this thing's cool. It's really weird. Uh, I'm wondering if it goes from the bull mode into the mobile suit mode rather than the other way around, just given that, like, you know, it, the mobile suit mode obviously doesn't have, like, the feet on the hands and all that. Mm. So I'm wondering if it, like, works in, like, a weird, if it transforms in a weird way or something. Yeah, I but, mean, that would be part of the Psycho Gun tradition is starting in your non-mobile suit form. Yeah. This thing's cool, though. It is It is pretty cool. Um, anyway, very silly design. Obviously not animated, only in a thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ignoring the Psycho Mark II for now. Then we have the mass production Psycho Gundam. But why are all of these so good? I actually love the mass production Psycho Gundam. Uh, this is also a smaller but still big mobile suit. This is 27 meters tall. So this is like a large N double Zeta size suit. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, my favorite of, like, the Psycho variants, if it wasn't clear by the fact that it even uses a color scheme that I tend to really like, which is, mm-hmm. you know, gray and orange. Very, very sentinel. Um, yeah. Uh, weird head. Uh, the head is a lot more flat and long, which, uh, does make it look very sentinel. Uh, though this is an Okawara design also, because this is also from MMSV. Um, huh. yep. Uh, very weird looking Okawara design, actually, whole thing is considered... I lo- it, 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 the face is uh, like I like the way that the chin now is like a weird point instead uh, instead of like the normal blunt red chin it's just got like this little white point um I love the cheek guards and the way that like they wrap around also um just the like these this like it's just a weird helmet it's a very sentinel design with this helmet a, a lot of this face is giving me uh mark five yeah yeah I could also see mark five being a lot, uh, a lot of influence on this. I'm, th- I'm thinking that Okawara is definitely basing this on, like the the Double Zeta era machines, just given the arts like style going on and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the chest still has like all the mega particle guns, but it arranges them a little differently. Um, the so the, it has three of them and they're located horizontally on the chest and then above the three it has the high mega buster which is just a very high output beam cannon on the top that is like i believe just a straight firing beam cannon Mm. um instead of a scattering one and then it's got a bunch of like thrusters on the sides of the chest plates chest is also very boxy um very bulbous love the shape of this thing 
The arms are also really cool, actually, because, like, they're connected via these, like, struts that are visible to the underarm there. I really like that, like, on the shoulder. There's just visible, like, struts there. Um, The shoulders, you've got just two big plates uh, sandwiched between them are uh, some thrusters. They also have some thrusters on the front and back. Uh, Again, Okawara of the 90s, he loves these little, like, maneuvering, like, verniers all over the place. Mm -hmm. You know, people associate those with, like, Katoki or, like, other detailed designers. Okawara fell in love with doing these after F91 for some reason. He just put these on all of his mobile suits. Even suits that he would put into, like, settings that wouldn't really have that. <laughs> uh, like, you know, like, when you're war suits, for whatever reason, MMSV, he just loves doing it. And other, you know, Okora 90s things. Uh, the guns on the wrist. So this actually has the wrist-mounted beam cannons, kind of like the, um, kind of like the uh, prototype Psycho Gundam. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they are, like, two, they're double beam guns. Uh, it also has guns built into the palms. Uh, so, which, which, these are a lot more effective, basically, as weird wired weapons because oh. of that. Because it actually has multiple guns. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the forms can be launched with a guiding wire. Uh, and also they're able to be used indefinitely. Uh, this also has a quasi psychomia system, so you don't need a uh, don't necessarily need a new type to use it. Um, Just high spatial awareness. High, <laughs> um, for the for the waist, uh, two front skirts, very you know fancy details. I like I like like the little cuts in the armor and like the extra thrusters. Uh, the middle crotch piece, you actually have thrusters along the bottom side of it. The top side, just like a blank, uh, blank orange spot. Uh, thrusters on either side of it, too. Uh, the side skirts are just a bundle of three thrusters or, uh, inside of the armor there, which looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the rear skirt is just this big singular plate. Kind of reminds me of actually the Mark III's, uh, like plate armor on the back. Sure, it's borderline tailbinder. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, and that has a bunch of thrusters on it. Uh, really like the shape of it. Just looks cool. Uh, for the legs, uh, you've got weird upper thighs. Uh, and then the lower legs are where things get extra weird because one, uh, this keeps, uh, hyper beam sabers on the knees. Um, and they're also, are, they're the, they're the style of the, uh, I forget which, which ZZ double is Zeta. It, uh, yeah, but which the, the, the double Zeta, like I'm talking about the fact that they're also beam cannons, which wasn't the case with the very first double Zeta, but it was the enhanced did that. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. The enhanced. I yeah. didn't know that that actually changed it. <laughs> but yeah, um, the yeah, the these operate as beam cannons and also beam savers and they're just there on the knees so we can just grab them. Uh, the legs, though, have a lot of complexity. I love the way that the uh, sides of the legs, like the way that it has these kind of like swept back armor plates uh with like Mm -hmm. a lot of little vents on them on the end uh just looks really cool and then you've got like these weird you got a lot of visible frame almost is what that looks like in the middle of the knee yeah area it just it just looks really cool uh also uh really no no distinct ankle armor on the front it just has like the bottom of the foot armor just kind of hangs out and goes over the top of the foot um or bottom of the leg armor goes over the top of the foot uh the the back of the leg is weird because it does have rear ankle armor, though. 
as well as having some really pronounced heels. Like, they're not high heels, but just very pronounced normal heels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, the backpack of this unit is uh, basically, like, two sections on the left and right that are just a bunch of thrusters that kind of remind me... They're just these weird, like, boxy thrusters. They also have two big propellant tanks plugged into the top. Mm-hmm. And then the middle has a really cool, like, single thruster sticking out that actually has a door on the top and bottom. And I like that it has, like, a door that can open. That. I think that's I think that's an air brake. Oh, maybe maybe that is an air brake. I just thought, because of the way if you look at the latches on it, that they, those would latch together. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, could be both. Why not both? Could be both, yeah. Could use it for both functions. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, it has uh, incoms as well. Where are the incoms that are just the incoms? I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to look on MAHQ because the normal wiki does not actually tell you where any of the weapons are. Uh, okay, so the... the Okay, those are... Oh! Oh, those are incoms in the knees. Speaking of Sentinel, okay, yeah. Uh, those little discs in the knees there. Those are the incoms. Okay. Very huh. excess XS-ish to do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Uh, where are the grenade launchers? Oh, the grenade launchers are actually mounted on the backpack. Huh. Weird huh. place for them, but okay. Yeah... I'm wondering, oh, you know what? Actually, so I thought that the if you look at the backpack, like you see like how I thought that that area on the top of the backpack sections there was where the uh the um propellant tanks were resting. No, I think the propellant tanks are in between the sections of the backpack and so I think those sections overlook the shoulders. I like, see. Or, y- okay. you know, would be able sure. to fire like upward at something. Let's okay. see if I can find other angles of this guy. It's kind of hard because, well, this thing doesn't appear in very many things, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool suit. Uh, yeah. Very cool looking suit. I I like this thing a lot. Um, It's just... kind of like Okawara being, you know, the OG, right? It's mm-hmm. it's really fun to see like him clearly give like tributes to other Gundam artists that are coming into their own at around the t- same time, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is so blatantly, like, a shout-out to Sentinel that you couldn't possibly miss it in a way that I think is really fun. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I think the wiki copy-pasted something. Yeah? Uh, well, you see the wire beam gun, how it mentioned uh, that it has uh, the beam guns built into the palms? I'm not seeing that on MHQ. I think this copied that from the uh, Dove and Wolf's uh, wired beam gun article. Okay. I believe because that's that. where the Dove and Wolf has them. So I think this just has the double beam guns on either arm. Not not ones in the palms, too. Uh, fun fact about these machines. Um, originally, this was being designed by the Titans, and they realized they didn't know how to build it. So they asked Anaheim to do it. And Anaheim was just about done when Day of Dakar happened, and they're like, actually, it's not popular to be with y'all anymore. <laughs> so we're not sending them to you. That's really funny. That's very funny, actually. I love that. Um, it's a cool, it's a cool suit though. This is just a really weird. I love Okawara's MMSV designs a lot. I love his like weird. I know some people think his designs get really busy in this era, but I prefer him when he's going all out versus like we've talked about the subduedness of like Okawara during like the AUs in the nineties, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, like, just being asked to do so many designs, and also, like, so many like, imagine Gundams. Imagine if this was in a Gundam AU. This thing would fucking rule. I mean, if it was in a Gundam AU, then the, uh, like, the production animators, the TV animators, would find him and kill him. <laughs> yeah, they would. They would. That's fair. <laughs> cool machine, though. Yeah. Good All stuff. Right. Um, uh, that's a spoiler one, so I want to wait a moment. Okay. Next yep. one. Makes sense. Uh, then we have the Murasame. This is from Crossbone Gundam Dust. What is this? What is wrong with this one? There's got to be something wrong kind with of, it. Kind of nothing. No, it's just kind of a Psycho Gundam, but it's got like a weird mouth. Yeah, it's just a simplified Psycho Gundam. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Look, you know. No, it was a perfectly a reasonable these. assumption. I was on the same place, but then I clicked and I was like, oh, no, this is fine. Uh, The Gundam Mark V would get its own episode. We already talked about it, right? I forget. I think you and I have talked about it, but I don't remember if we've talked well, about it. Well, it'll get yet. its own episode because it is related to its own whole family of machines. So Right. I think we're going to do Mark II. Yeah, because uh, the we've already talked about the Hazel uh, Ausla and the uh, Windward Gigantic mode, so... Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess it's time for the Psycho Mark II. Um, Alright. The Psycho Gundam Mark II is from Zeta and Double Zeta. Uh, this is... The upgrade uh, of the Psycho Gundam, and what an upgrade it is. This is actually, we're talking just animated Psycho Gundams. This one's my favorite. I love this thing. My only uh, this... problem with it is the colors, but we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, this is a Kazumi Fujita design as well. A uh, very weird one. Uh, it is... So, this machine is weird. Uh, it is... It does not share parts with the Psycho Gundam in the ways that you would think. It's actually basically its own unique machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's talk about it. Uh, I guess, last full description. I've done so many descriptions today. Um, so, the head. Firstly, this is a mean-looking head. This head has... The, uh, the, the other one was trying to look like a Gundam, right? Like, this, mm-hmm. the, this one, though, is just trying to look like... This just a this no longer resembles like a Gundam in that. I mean, way. it predates it obviously, but it does look evocative of of an Evangelion. Yeah, like it still has the V fin, but like everything else gets weird. The head is a lot more like like the the head armor itself, like around like that's sitting on top of the face, is a lot more rounded than the original Psycho Gundams. Um. It doesn't have the mohawk camera anymore. It just has like a bunch of vent- like a bunch of vents on the top of the head. It has like a little weird forehead jewel camera that looks very. Uh, no, that's the that's the double beam gun again. No, 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 no. Uh, below the double beam gun, it's got a oh, okay. uh, little green camera. Uh, oh, then yeah. it has the double beam gun there. But uh-huh. yeah, um, it's just got this like weird little green. I guess uh, it depends on the scene. Uh, or depends on who's drawing it, because uh, in this close-up from the show, it is just a indentation below the guns. Uh, but if you look like here on this Psycho Gundam illustration from New Type Magazine, they draw it as a camera. So, uh, you know, seems to be just dependent on the artist. I mean, um, it also just could be show production stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, The face... So it does have two eyes, but they're inset in this, like, black strip. Like, you can't see, like, the little, like, eyepiece around it, which is really weird. And then it's got, like, a face 
plate that almost looks like fangs because of the way it goes like around the chin. Mm-hmm. Because like you've got like a floating purple faceplate. It's got like a little indentation area on the nose, and then it's got on the bottom of it like you know two areas going down, ending in points that are around the chin. The chin, on the other hand, goes all the way up to the middle of the face. Um, and then it's got like a black void between the um the the red chin parts and then the purple mouth plate. So mm-hmm. it just looks like a very mean face. Yeah. This is just a really weird Gundam head. I love it. I personally think this thing is wonderful. It's really cool. Uh, it also has uh, <laughs> gunpla ready V fin, non sharpened edges. Yeah. Which That's... I honestly always think look better than the regular V fin. So. <laughs> yeah, it actually. Well, it, it's it's weird because this V fin actually kind of reminds me almost of like the new or something where it has like the little you know like quick taper but it's much on this it's like you know near the end so yeah it kind of resembles like the gunpla bumps um the torso is basically the thing that's closest to the original psycho gundam uh still has some weird things uh namely the uh the collar it now has just like a yellow collar piece it still has like the shoulder you know, the, like the, the plates going over the shoulders. Though they also have like little tubes on top of them now. Um, they go under the neck. Uh, which, that's fucking cool. Um, it still has like, you know, the two chest mega particle guns. The vent area has been increased in size. And also it only has like the one chest section instead of two. Mm-hmm. Um, the arms are pretty different. Like the shoulders have... So, this is the weird thing on this. All these yellow things my brain would want to assume are thrusters. These are not. Every one of these yellow things is a mega particle gun. So, on the front of the shoulders here, mega particle guns. Uh, they're also on the back and the sides of the shoulders. This thing has 20 mega particle guns located all over the body. So, yeah. Three on each shoulder, one on the front, one on the side, one on the back. Uh,. It's got these cool, like, plates hanging down. The upper arms are more interesting now because of the... they They're on the front and back just a bunch of cables. Which, you know me, I love me some cables. Um, the forearms are very different in design as well. Um, you've got two thrusters uh, on the forearms. That's because it launches its arms on a wire. Um, so the arms have thrusters on them. Otherwise, though... Nothing else special with them. Just end in hands that have beam cannons because, you know, you're going to retain those. Uh, the skirts. You've got these really big square uh, skirts. Uh, they're a bit longer than the original Psycho Gundams, like uh, vertically. Um, they also each have a mega particle gun in the skirt. It has one in the crotch and then one in each side skirt on the front and then one in each side skirt on the back. <laughs> um... The, uh, yeah, the side skirts, nothing too special with them, really. Just, they're, they're side skirts. Uh, just big mm-hmm. plates. Uh, the rear skirts, nothing too special there, either. Um, maybe other than noting that this actually does have, like, the modern skirt styling, uh, unlike the Psycho Gundam, which is trying to emulate, like, the Gundam shorts more. Right. Um, then there are some thrusters on the bottom of the crotch still. 
the upper legs on this are pretty plain overall still. Uh, just got the line in the middle, similar to the Psycho Gundam. Though on the back of them, they have like a little bit of a bump and some more exposed mm-hmm. uh, machinery. As well as yeah, some they look kind of cables. cut out in the back a little bit. Cables. <laughs> um, and then on the legs, you've got taller knees in the Psycho Gundam. Uh, with a beam cannon on the front of each knee, uh, beam cannons on the sides of the legs, uh, two on either side of the leg, or, well, two on either leg, uh, on the sides of the leg, I should say. No, wait, three, cause fuck, I just noticed there's one on top also, behind the knee area, so, oh, there are so many beam cannons on this guy. Uh, and then the back of the legs, you've got, like, these, like, red thrusters, and there's some visible... You can tell what the thrusters are, because they're all red on this instead of yellow, other than the backpack ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, the, uh, feet are a lot more flat. Uh, I actually really like this foot design, too, because, like, it's... Instead of having, like, a heel... They do have long heels in the back, too, but also for stabilizing while standing, it also just has, like, wider feet. Like, it looks like there's, like, extra sections bolted onto the side of either side, mm-hmm. which I think looks cool. Uh, the backpack is functionally identical to the Psycho Gundams. I think it's a bit taller, the uh, the piece that folds over the top. And it's got, each one has two thrusters as opposed to just one. Oh, right, yeah, and yeah, double thrusters in each instead of just one. Um, the Mobile Fortress mode transforms very similarly, actually. Um, my assumption is that with the way the legs are that I think the shins still separate. It's just it has more armor on the back. But I'm assuming that just stays where it is. Yeah, looking yeah. at it, it looks like the shins just still can move. Mm-hmm. Um, so transformation's functionally the same. Um, though, uh, yeah, this is a weird machine. Uh, also has, uh, not in the art, but I believe... Yeah, it does have its own shield, too. Its own version of the shield. Um, which it's, is it's, just simpler, even. It's just two big plates. Its mobile fortress uh, head pyramid is even taller now. Yeah, because of the piece on the backpack being elongated. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I like this machine a lot. Um, I think this is a cool machine. We'll talk about the weapons in a sec, but you said... So you don't like the colors. You don't like the purple, blue, red, and yellow. I almost do. I just, I don't like purple with red generally. And I also think the purple is itself too reddish. Mm. But do you think, do you think you would like it better in tricolor? Like the one uh, new type art of it. Let me send you the full version of that. Uh, we don't get like a full body. But... No, I dislike this. You, you don't like it. Them trying to put tricolor on it. I love this art, but yeah, uh, the, the actual color scheme is not great. It's great to get that shot front on shot of the face and show those details. Um, but no, I feel like I just want a different shade of purple and I'm all good. Also, I'm sorry, but I love this. Uh, one of the things that had the, uh, one of the magazine previews for Zeta, uh, right here, uh, new type 100% Zeta, uh, look, there's the bound dock that Jared was supposed to get. <laughs> I'd see in this, the color scheme looks great. I mean, I guess it's closer it's to the original Psycho Gundam, but yeah, um, just funny to me that Jared's bound dock shows up here and then our good friend Gates. Little did we know we would have that voice actor as the protagonist in the next series. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I love, though, the, the, the weird, uh, the weirdness of this machine. Um, I, I just think this is a cool looking robot. Uh, 
So the weapons on this guy. Uh, so two small mega beam cannons on the forehead. Uh, and these are really fun because uh, the head on this, unlike the original Psycho Gundam, is an escape pod. It is able to detach like this, like this Eong. Um, yeah. And so it has two little beam guns there that can still be used. Um, it has 20 mega beam cannons located over the body. Three in each shoulder, four in each leg, two in each side skirt, and then one on the front skirt of uh, each front skirt. Uh, it has these scattering mega beam cannons. These are, you know, in the abdomen, three of them. Just the same as the original uh, Psycho Gundam. I love that they say they can blind the enemies and also tear through enemy units in one shot. I think if they're getting blinded, they're also going to be getting uh, torn apart. Maybe the more important part there to talk about. Um, the Wired Psychomu Beam Swords. I love these. So these are great. What it decided to do is, what if instead of just launching the arms like the Zeong, what if also the hand flipped back when the arms launched and instead of just shooting like the finger beams, which you can do theoretically, like it can launch them and do like the, you know, hand beams kind of like the, um, like the Zeong, but Uh also it has these gigantic like, uh, beam sabers that it can emit on the arms. Um, that are just like these giant beam sabers that it, you know, can do long range stabbing with, which is cool. Uh, it has the beam cannons in the fingers, so 10 of those. And then also what it weirdly has is reflector bits. These are really cool. These are not, so this is the first instance of these coming up in, uh, Gundam also. Uh, instead of, so the reason it has all these, like, beam cannons located all over the body isn't just for, like, firing in all directions. What it does is it has these reflector bits that it launches, and what it does is it starts launching beams out of these and then reflecting them around, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I love reflector bits, actually. I think they are incredibly cool. I don't think these show up in Zeta, funnily enough. Um, the second Mark II is weird in Zeta because it shows up, but it does not get used to the full extent in Zeta. It actually, uh, to a lot of people and a lot of things, uh, it is more of a double Zeta suit because that's where it really gets to shine. Because well, in Zeta, I believe it just kind of does Psycho Gundam things. It does have this, like, the beam swords in the arms. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it gets deployed for, like, one battle. I think a lot of people forget that it's in Zeta because they're trying to block out anything related to Rosami. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah, so, it, and it only shows up, like I said, I believe in, like, one episode of Zeta. Yeah, episode 48 of Zeta, and that's it. Um... Whereas it shows up, it shows up in three episodes of Double Zeta. Still not very much, but I think it just gets a much more notable appearance in Double Zeta. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love the reflector bits and the way that it like just because like the 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 mega beam cannons that it fires, they're not like little beams. It fires like constant like you know beams out of them too. So like when it reflects them, it basically just starts like you know, lasering a whole area, you know, beams are not lasers, but the way that it fires in this case, it reminds me of like a, a, a laser in like a fictional thing, you know, mm-hmm. the way lasers are used. Uh, I think that's very fun, but yeah. Uh, we also get uh, some really detailed art of what this looks like underneath, mainly because it gets so fucked up in double Zeta. And I love this. I love mm-hmm. that we get to see all the insides of it because this thing is just full of cables 
and greebly detail uh, that looks great. I also love that uh, under the skirt, on the skirt structural armor, they have printed on it Mark II, which seems silly, but then I think about, like, computer chips and how many times, you know, you're never going to see those, and those have things written on them, so... I think it's cool that there's just a little Mark II emblazoned on the structural armor of the skirt there. Mm-hmm. Um, cool suit. What a cool suit. I love this design a lot. Um, definitely one of my faves uh, for, like, animated suit designs. I just I just think it's cool. You know, I, I get, I understand how you feel about the colors, but I just, oh. Well, it's also totally, like, I'm looking at the, uh, the model of the fixed figuration down below. Uh-huh. Colors look fantastic there. Yep, my partner actually got one of those for really cheap. Or was it the fixed figuration? Or she got, like, one of them for cheap. It might not be, let me see. No, it's that other line. Um, Is it Assault Kingdom? I've never heard of this. Uh, Assault Kingdom are like uh candy toys basically but they started doing the thing where even though assault kingdoms are candy toys they started doing like p bandai ones and stuff that were like big and expensive which is always funny don't worry it still comes with gum uh this is what that looks like uh the thing that's great about that is uh it's huge for an assault kingdom because assault kingdoms being candy toys this is scaled for assault kingdoms (laughs) so it ends up being like a normal toy size you know I mean, even uh, a little big for one of those. Like, that's bigger than most HGs still. Yeah. Uh, it's like an, it's like Master Grade size. It's great. Uh, you can see, they actually did three Assault Kingdoms that are all really cool. Like, you can see the normal Assault Kingdom there. Or, there's a, that's actually, it says Universal Unit, which I think is the predecessor to Assault Kingdom. Um, it's a Shokugan figure, right? Yeah, Universal uh-huh. Unit is the line, sorry. Assault Kingdom and Universal Unit, though, are like the same thing. You can see, though, because they are making this toy so much bigger that they can kind of pack in a lot more detail. And also, like, the other one's, like, clearly a candy toy. Even, like, with the original Psycho Gundam here. Even mm-hmm. the original Psycho Gundam's kind of simpler. It's so funny. The Mark II is actually a really complex uh, toy. Uh, and then she found, like, a damaged box version of it that she was able to get for super cheap because, well... Damaged box versions go for really cheap uh, on Mandarake and stuff. And this was before uh, shipping became a nightmare. Uh, I also want to show you this, uh, point out this art. Um, it is also on the wiki, an illustration by Makoto Kobayashi, because it looks so different. Yeah, Makoto Kobayashi doing his uh, his thing with it. Doing the, I'm going to make the upper body bigger, and yeah. He does and not give it a, weird. like, <laughs> like... The ultimate hourglass figure. <laughs> yeah, but also he gave it giant, like, wings almost that yeah. unfortunately are cut off in the image they use. It's such a weird thing. It looks very much like his kind of design, though, knowing, like, uh-huh. his art. <laughs> like, um, you know, first of all, uh, obviously, thing to know about uh, Kobayashi is um, uh, designer for things like the... I believe he did the Double Zeta's head... And also, he did the O's design, like the base design of the O, uh, mm-hmm. which obviously had to be cleaned up because, to be fair, his artwork it does not lend itself to uh, to just being in shows uh, as is. Like, you know, here's his double Zeta, mind you. <laughs> what is happening? Um, or, for instance, his, like, one of his Mara size. He's just this kind of modeler. Unfortunately, also, he's, like, a weirdo uh, turbo right-wing guy, uh, it turns out. 
you know, military otaku, there was a high chance of that. It still always sucks to figure it out. Because I used to follow him on Twitter and then uh, started retweeting a bunch of pro-Trump stuff. And I was like, oh, no. I, his double Zeta, like, you need a higher resolution photo to see what is happening. It's incoherent. Here's another double Zeta of his. Uh, that one's a bit more simple. Oh, sure. Just, like, trying to, you know, let's just, like, for, bigger for, knees. For, for, for as much as I don't like the man in his politics, we'll say, do like his design work. Just because it, it, it's a very weird, like... It's like this specific, like, form of 80s scratch building kind of thing going on, you know, that, like, uh. I think is kind of a lost art now. Like, and I don't want to say a lost art. There are people that still do this. This is not, this was a much more popular mode, though, overall, you know. He just linked mm-hmm. the Psycho again. It, so. No, it just, it just, Discord oh. freaked out on me. Not oh, gotcha. No, my uh, fault. One more where you can see the same proportions uh, as, like, the Psycho, though. He loves doing that kind of, like, weird hourglass thing. Is that a that's a Dryson? Yeah, that's a Dryson that he did. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, last thing I needed to show you. Sorry, this is a fun little extra that they do with the. Huh? Uh, they gave it an axe. Uh, that's actually the stand. It splits the axe in half, and then it <laughs> becomes the stand. That's true. But terrific. they decided because it's a candy toy to give it a silly gimmick, which I think is very fun. I'll have to put some of this in the show notes because it's going to be hard yeah. To that find one's otherwise. a really good one. Uh, real quick, unrelated to this, but because I don't think are, are there any variants of the Psycho Mark II? Let's see. Uh, no, we have we have the Mark III to talk about, but that's it. Okay, well, fuck the Mark III. We'll talk about it, but fuck the Mark III. Uh, there's actually the uh, Universal Unit Queen Mansa as well, uh, and I love it because uh, they did it because it was a P Bandai thing. They decided to do it in shiny colors. Uh, so uh, this is a small image. I'm going to see if I can find a larger one. But you can see oh, it wow. has metallic green. Yeah, that looks incredible. It's so funny because, again, this is a candy toy. Uh, and it's the you know, best looking model of the Queen Mansa that's ever But it's existed. also the best looking Queen Mansa you're going to get. This is actually, I think they did two versions. They did one with and one without the decals. Um, this looks great. Oh, that's, anyway, yeah. I just want to show it just because it's so wild that like the normal candy toys for all the normal mobile suits are kind of like whatever, you know, like if you like collecting like little guys, sure. But then they do these random big ones that are just extremely fucking cool. <laughs> Um, anyway, alright, Psycho Gundam Mark III. I hate this thing, but let's talk about it. Um, this is from Gun- uh, Gundam the Battlemaster, uh, which is a PS1 fighting game. Uh, you know, it's... Alright, the head is back to being a normal Gundam head. This looks like a G Gundam unit, by the way. This looks like a Death Scythe. Kinda. That head, that head. Yeah, I can see it, and it, it, so the head is like a very standard Gundam head with a very tall forehead camera, though. Uh, a little bit more rounded, I guess, the armor, kind of like you said. like It reminds me of either the Death Scythe or kind of like even like the Spiegel. Sure, sure. Just because it has that kind of helmet look. Um, normal Gundam face, you know, three vents, normal red chin, etc. Uh, the chest is very bizarre. It is covered in vents. Just vents all over the place on this. Uh, it is like how many eight total. But these are like side. 
I mean, obviously they're they're fully they're fully enclosed. They're not like not fully like what I'm going to describe, but the design is similar to like the intake on a like a sports car. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Uh, on the collar, you have these uh, three beam cannons. These are just three barrel beam guns uh, that are on each shoulder, or not on, on each shoulder on each part of the collar. There, like flipped up. Uh. Either that, or these are the pulse beam guns. No, these these got to be the three barrel beam guns because these are all together. So the pulse beam guns got to be the shoulder things. Then, mm. uh, but in the middle of the torso, you've got uh, some generic sc- scattering mega particle guns. Uh, three of them on the chest there. When you hit the actual shoulders of this unit, uh, the shoulder armor is just pretty plain square. It does have like three little. Uh, holes in it. It kind of reminds me of, like, Izabuchi's designs, weirdly. Um, even though this is an Okawara design. Uh, then you have three, like, beam cannons on the shoulders that are, like, wired into the back. I think these are the pulse beam guns, because it has six pulse beam guns. So, those are the only things I could think of for these. I suspect you're right. Um. The arms are weirdly shaped, mainly because so the bicep is longer than you would expect. And then, even longer are the forearms. Like, this guy's just got really long arms. They're also, like, weird because the joint is really small. Um, then you've got... It doesn't mention that it uses a beam sword. Uh, I don't see it here. Um, but also not play this game that it comes from, so I don't know this super well. Um... The, and then the hands are hands. Uh, the waist, uh, it, I guess starting with the bottom of the torso, you actually have like these like weird, I don't know what these are. Like, what are those circular parts that are on the, like, you know, where the chest and the waist are connected? Like you see them, right? Like the gray I do. parts. Uh, I'm looking at like the weapon list. It doesn't seem, to... oh, it does also have beam gun times four. So I guess these are the beam gun times four. Okay. I guess. Uh, and then the crotch has a single scattering mega particle gun. So that brings us up to a total of four of those counted so far. Uh, it looks like it has pockets for the skirt. <laughs> they look like pockets, the way that the detail is drawn on them. has like a vent on the crotch piece. Um, the side skirts are just these big long square plates. Uh, the roof skirt is like a singular piece. Um, upper thighs, nothing special going on here. Uh, the lower legs, you've got knees that kind of have, like, a little bolt thing on the front of them. Kind of reminds me of, like, the ground Gundam's knees or something, mm-hmm. but with only one instead of three. Some, uh, like, vents on the knees. And then on each leg, uh, on the outer calf, uh, three more scattering mega particle guns. So that brings us up to a total of ten. Uh, no ankle armor because the bottom of the leg flares out and it's just kind of a big thing that covers the foot. You've got... Pretty standard foot. Um, it's got the little bump on top, uh, and then you've got a uh, front red toe piece, and then the red heel on the back. Uh, finally, for the backpack, more of those like th- these have to be thrusters, given they're on the backpack. But they're designed kind of like those vents on the front, where you've got like three of them on the back middle of the backpack, which goes really far back actually, and then two on the one on the uh, the bottom of each side. That's mm-hmm. kind of coming out at an angle. Piloted by Maria Nichols. I don't like this machine. No, it's bad. It just doesn't look great. It looks, 
it looks like the developers of this game basically called uh Okawara and gave him like a, a a weekend deadline also in in Gundam Battle Assault because they had to add the wing characters to that uh for for the US uh uh technically Battle Assault is just a remake uh the, that's the American version of Battle Master 2 that changes a bunch of stuff um Vault Valder Farkill pilots it instead for some reason from wing uh from G unit specifically and then in Gundam Battle Assault 2, oh, Alube Ishikawa pilots it. This makes sense because this looks like a fucking G Gundam machine to me, honestly. I don't know what nation it would be, but this that's that's like the vibes it gives off, you know? It just mm-hmm. it just has the vibes uh, G Gundam derogatory. I'm looking at the page for Gundam Battle Assault 2 and they renamed story mode to street mode. Why? Because uh, it's a fighting game, and it's like, oh, you know, like Street Fighter. I don't know. That's my best guess. The 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 Americanizations of those games are also very funny because of how, like, Battle Assault Two. Uh, the American version of it. Uh, mm-hmm. it's still modified on Battle Assault, so it still has some of the things that they removed, like the Zeta Gundam and the Theo and the Cubalay. They're just dummied out. And the Hama Hama. But yeah, they're just dummied out because they had to replace them with other suits. If I remember right, the Wing Gundam actually plays just like the Zeta Gundam does, for instance. <laughs> um, they just they didn't do sprites for it, but uh, yeah. Oh, actually, the Wing Gundam was removed from uh, Battle Assault Two. Weirdly. Oh, weird. Yeah, the only thing just from oh, it's the Wing Zero EW. Yeah. Yeah, the only oh. thing that isn't an EW version from Wing is the Epion. Everything else is an EW. That's this is a bizarre game. This was also, like I said, it was made by Bandai, but this was made for America, and I think it was only released in. Oh no, it was released in Japanese as well. But yeah, this is uh, this actually came out in America first. This was in America centric Gundam game which is why the units are so fucking weird it's basically the Toonami classics right is what's sure. going on here yeah. like that's why all the Zeta stuff even though the data for it's in the game it's all removed though strangely the double Zeta and Queen Mansa are playable I don't well, know yeah. I don't know why they're here uh but yeah, and then you have like the Noid Zeal and the GPO two. That's so funny that it's only the Physalis and the Noid Zeal. No, uh, no, sh- no, um, fucking Co at all. Just two Americans Gato don't units. like Co. <laughs> uh, and then for Double O eighty, it's only the High Gog. And then for Eighth MS team, it's only the Ball as piloted <laughs> by Shiro Amada. This is a weird fucking game. <laughs> And the Battle Assault, the American remake, is also a weird fucking game. I, I mean, like, I think the logic, at least behind the 08 MS Team one, is just that they wanted to put the ball in the game. And they're like, okay, well, I guess it's the one from 08 MS Team. Whatever. We want the ball in here. You you also end up with weird ones like, for instance, uh, in, in Battle Assault 1, because they wanted to switch it around to being more people, like, that Americans knew. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... There's an act guy, right? But please look at who the pilot of the act guy is. The guy the who pilots version. it in those episodes with no, in, no, no, in, no, no, no. Look at no? The, where the health bar is and look at the bar at the bottom. That's Hiro Yui. 
Huh. Yeah. That, that's in two? No, that's in one. Okay, because in two one. it says it's Akahana, which is like, yeah, that's the guy who pilots it. I I think that they... they I So here's the other thing. Look at the Hamahama here, which is also in the US one. Look at who is the pilot when you select it also. It's Hiro. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> Whatever. All, all I'm wondering, to the do same. you pick... I'm wondering if maybe you pick a pilot. No, Let's because the, the, it says they're tied in the mobile suits. Yeah, I don't... Well, but looking at this, maybe there's an option to do that or something. Because... Oh, when the game was localized, it was decided the original cast of characters be replaced by the suit's original pilot... Uh, replace them with Hiro as the main character. Okay, so the Hamahama is actually not uh, playable, but when you play it, because they replaced all the original characters with, uh, with, with, with Hiro, that's what happens. I don't know. This is weird. I, I guess I could, like, load up the game because I actually have the ROM, or ISO. These games are weird. These games are very bizarre in terms of uh, trying to Americanize them. Yeah. Let me, uh, you know what? Fuck it. It'll take only a couple seconds. The episode's already running a little long anyway, or already at, like, you know, we're at one hour and 30 minutes anyway, so fuck it. I'm just gonna open up a thing. I'm gonna open up, uh, my, my duck station and Gundam. Alright, Gundam the Battlemaster. No, nope, that's the Japanese one. Wait, do I not have, oh, I actually don't have this. I don't have Gundam Battle Assault 1, like the US version. Huh. Well, fuck. Another time. Yep. Damn. Well, I'm gonna open up Gundam Battle Assault Two real quick because I want to look at that. We still have another fucking unit to do, Dylan. Oh, we do. What yes. Is it? You put it off because you didn't wanted to save spoilers for the end. Oh. I can't even remember what it was. Um. Let's see. Go back. It's the MRX GM zero zero nine. Oh right, the the Psycho Gym from the bad movie, right? Yep. Spoiler warning. Bow. <laughs> And after this, we are going to talk about one machine from Gundam Build Fighters, Jim's Counterattack. Uh, there aren't any questions we got this week. Please send in questions. Uh, at 6 more on Twitter, DMs are open. Um, no questions, no cleanup. Just uh, just bring it home after this. So if you don't want to hear this, you're not going to miss anything. Uh, and uh, have a good one. Bow. All right, so... Uh, there's a movie called Jim's Counterattack. Uh, it is a Build Fighters movie, and it tries to pretend that it's original Build Fighters, but it still feels like Build Fighters Try because it is written in a way that is solidly unfun IMO. Uh, and it has a Psycho Gundam that is 95% Psycho Gundam except for the head, which is a Jim head. Yeah, and it's, it is you know, colored colors, in Ideon yeah. colors, almost. Yeah, I like the colors on it. The red and yeah, white. Yeah, I like the colors. It's looks good. neat. Um, and I, I like a lot of the original gyms for Jim's counterattack. The idea of we're, we're a bunch of bad guys and we're just going to turn everything into gyms is fun, but the, I cannot our, be asked to care about it because the content of the show is bad. It feels like the characters are being written by someone who has not watched it other than Mao. But what they did was they just made Mao's annoying behaviors from the show even more annoying. Our GM, GM, Jim, Jim. We Jim, like that Jim's one, name. I thought. Yeah, it's great. I'm just yeah. saying good designs. They're great. Yeah. And then, yeah, we have the Psycho Gym here, though. It's 
You know, it's a Psycho Gundam in all ways other than the head. Yeah. Uh, let me see something real quick. I, I am curious with the, if the model actually has the uh, enough parts to make the original Psycho Gundam head, because I want to see what that looks like in those colors. Uh, I'm going to look real quick. Y'all can wait one fucking moment if you're listening to the show right now, audience, because uh, I, I am on I am on Schizophonic's website and I am pulling this up because he definitely owns this. Because um, I don't think uh, Dalong owns it yet. Um, Alright, there's the Jim Jim. <laughs> God damn it, Jim Jim. Where is the Psycho Jim? There it is. Alright. I want to see because I know it has... Oh yeah, it does! It actually has the original uh, Psycho Gundam head. Let me see if he... Ah, oh, he didn't take a picture of a full body with the Psycho Gundam head, but here. Uh, I actually am a little sad. I wish the uh, mouth plate on it was white instead of red. Like the dark red. Mm. But it's still fun. This is a fun color scheme. Oh, he did do a full body. Here we go. This is, this is a fun color scheme. I do, I do think the gym head looks better, actually, on this design, though. Like, mm-hmm. if, if we're not talking about, like, repainting this head. Anyway, all right. Yeah, Psycho Jim. Okay, now we're done, right? Yes, we are. All right, cool. Time to load up Gundam the Battlemaster, or Battle Assault 2, sorry. Uh, no, it's street. time to do fucking bending plugs, Dylan. No, hold on, I opened it. Uh, <sighs> the, the, the starting characters, real quick, six, I just need to tell you. The only starting characters you have are Amuro in the Gundam, the God Gundam with Domon, Chibi in the Maxter, Duo in the Death Scythe Hell, and then Hiro in the Wing EW. And those are your starting characters. So that means, like, all those other weird suits are secret units, which is really funny to me. Anyway. Alright. Six, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can also find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Dylan, where can people find you? You can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. Um and yeah i post games i post robots you know me um and that's it i think right do we have any questions or anything no 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 that's it um check it in on mhq giving you the latest from our from our friends over there uh we're catching up um on some more you know porting stuff over from the old website uh getting some some gundam seed stuff over there a lot of those designs uh some after work on the mechs after work on the max and g stuff uh <laughs> yeah, just fr- yeah it's just some friends well gunamax is good look i i'm just i'm just being mean to seed and g right now that's uh, yeah. fine i'm just i'm being me uh, and yeah. uh yeah listen so long as people <laughs> listen to my podcasts i don't need my old memories <laughs> Listen, and the pause lasting that long just broke me. <laughs> you lasted like one second longer than I uh, than like I expected. Uh. Peace. Peace. All right.
げ出さない」